0: Boop. Hooray! <laughs> you are now too. <laughs> I thought you were waiting on me to do the hooray, and I was like, "He's I gonna be waiting happening. a long time." What is <laughs>
1: happening?
0: <laughs> hooray! <laughs> it's His going on with Ref Critic and Muse. How's everybody uh, doing? Wow.
1: We back up in this thing one more oh time. Oh God! Uh, yep. Sure. And we got, got two new albums.
0: new albums. That's right. We're going to get ahead of the curve this week because uh, in the past, when we offer the album uh, review requests, which, by the way, if you want to request an album that we talked about on the show, head on over to our Kofi. That is ko dot com slash go in off. That's G-O-I-N-O-F-F. One time pledge. You can buy a request uh, for an album to be reviewed on a future episode. We have reviewed. What is it? Three or four Florence and the Machine albums as requests. Uh huh. This time, no. We are going to get, we're going to nip it in the bud. We are going to go ahead and jump on it first. So yeah. we're, we've got Dance Fever. We sure do. <laughs> as well as the double disc Top Dog Swan song, uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers from Kendrick Lamar. So we're going to start with Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Nah, no, we got Florence and the Machine, Dance Fever, as previously mentioned. A good bit of it, co-written and co-produced by uh, Jack Antonoff of Fun and Bleachers. We've talked about him a couple times before on the show. Yeah. Kind of know what you're getting into when you, when you check out yeah. these records. This one... A bit more poppy, a bit more mainstream accessible, if I dare say, a bit more dancey. It's It's in the title,
1: you know. Still (laughs) very much her, yeah. Like so, so don't fret, folks. (laughs) Same uh, great Florence and the
0: Machine taste. I can't say enough about the vocal performances on this. Always top tier.
1: Oh, the vocals! I'm melting when I hear them.
0: (laughs) So I'm gonna toss it over to you first. What were some of your favorite cuts on this
1: thing? Definitely got to start off with King, King, King. (laughs) Then, uh, oh my God, Coriomania. Just that one lyric where he says, like if Jesus came back, put in a beautiful dress and all the Evangelicals were like, Oh, yes. <laughs> and, oh, and it was preceded by the lyric about, like, you said that rock and roll is dead. What is that just because it hasn't been resurrected in your image? <laughs> like, yo, the, the poison pin on this woman.
0: <laughs> this is Florence Welsh at her most sassy. It's the fucking, what is it, the scoreful scale of spiciness in, uh, in yes, go, you know, yeah. some are, you know, mild to like, ooh, <laughs> ooh I'm going to need a little bit of milk. Some of these on here are fucking scorching. And yeah, that the fucking paragraph pepper. there, there is kind of a theme. It kind of comes and goes. It's not really a concept album per se, but it's a vibe. It's a vibe. How about that? It certainly <laughs> well, is vibe a vibe. vibe is earth toned. It comes down to that. It's. Florence was trying to make a record to voice her frustrations around uh, COVID. Not necessarily the Eric Clapton, Van Morrison, we're going to wear masks type Aaron bullshit. Aaron Lewis, fucking Kid Rock, head ass <laughs> Yeah, not <laughs> like that.
1: Yeah, it. but... Stay more... back in the late 90s, early 2000s.
0: More of the, I hate that I can't be touring because, like, I'm almost kind of getting, like... Cabin fever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not being able to, like... And what I love here is at the end of the album, with uh, Morning Elvis, which is an amazing closer on the record, she's talking about how, like, after every tour she does, she kind of, like, thinks to herself, like, man, this is going to be it. Like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. And, and then the world's like, okay, you don't want a tour?
1: Fine. She's like, uh, oh, well, not like that. You know what that made me think of? I remember when I was a kid and I play, was playing uh, basketball and, you know, I, I wasn't uh, uh, the best one on the team, you know what I'm saying, athletically or, or what have you. But I like playing the game, you know. You had the and, hype, uh, though, for sure. Right, right, right. Um, and uh, I remember I was like, man, I always felt like I was sitting on the bench. And now I remember like having one night before a game where I was like, dang, I really wish I get to play this time. And then that next day, only five people showed up, including me. And so we had to play the entire game. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, I'm glad I'm doing this, but oh no. You and Florence Welsh had the fucking cursed monkey paw. The monkey paw I and mean, you never know when that finger's gonna curl. You never know. It's like, whoa, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, 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 what dollars! Wait, go back, go back.
0: I thought most of this fucking album um blew it Slapped. out of the water.
1: Yeah, is <laughs> Let's just let's just say it. Except
0: honestly, for me, it dragged a little bit towards the middle, it kind of drooped. The two lowest ratings I had Dream Girl Evil, which I thought was a bit underwhelming of a song. And, uh, Prayer Factory.
1: I do have to say I did like that one lyric. Well, did I disappoint you? Did money make you sad? Like, the way she, like, woo. Just about every
0: song can be saved from the way she delivers these lines. Especially, look no further. If, if you need a sample and you're short on time, listen to Restraint. It's like 40 seconds and the way she delivers these lines with like like a snapping of her jaw at the end of some of these mm. lines like it's kind of creepy honestly like Yeah yeah this is but, like a more uh mainstream accessible lingua ignota kind right, of like-
1: The way she uses her vocal fry is so just deliciously evil. (laughs) Yeah, I
0: mean, have have you seen the music video for uh, King? The single art for each song kind of has its own little, almost like a tarot card kind of artwork to him, which is really cool. And the music videos are kind of in that same vein. In the King video, she's just like floating above everybody with like this long flowing cape. And she just, like, finds this person and, like, lifts them off the ground without touching them. And as they, like, raise to her, she just snaps the guy's neck and he just kind of slowly floats oh. back down. And just like, oh my god, what's happening? And then at the end of the music video, this guy sees her and is like, no, I'm gonna walk up to her. And he, like, walks up to her all determined and she leans down and, and she, like, kisses him but then it cuts back to a really far away shot and you just kind of see her face, her head like keep going. Like she's devouring his head. It's like, oh "Oh my God, uh, no! uh, It's so fucking creepy. It's like, uh, it's so funny. For as upbeat and dancey and uplifting this album is musically... Holy shit, it's creepy, man.
1: Like if you actually pay. Dark Witch, yeah. Scarlet Witch swag.
0: (laughs) You could tell she was going through some shit, especially with with, like the lyrics and how like affected with everything she's she has been through the past Mm -hmm. couple years, it really comes across.
1: Yeah. And yeah, I I agree with you on Prayer Factory, like just the weird like barely gets going kind of track. Like Yeah. it, It doesn't really feel like it led into the next song. Like you know, it was just kinda like, oh, okay, uh but I did, like, um... Heaven is here! That's right! I was like, the intro to this one was nuts! <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, uh, and then when the way it ends, where, where she's saying, like, the the escape rope up to heaven, and then you hear the sharp gasps as the intro into the next track, Daffodil. I was oh. just like, whoa! <laughs> the fucking
0: gasps and everything in Daffodil, the, the, the fucking energy in Daffodil is so fucking cool. It It changes uh th- with each uh chorus but it says uh i'm not bad i'm not good oh, and then it yeah. says there is no bad there is no good and she says i drank every sky that i could then it says i drank all the blood that
1: i could yeah just the, the imagery
0: <laughs> made myself mythical i tried to be real saw the future in the face of a. and then it goes daffodil, daffodil? it's not much of a chorus because it just kind of repeats <laughs> daffodil, yeah,
1: daffodil but the way boy, it builds up to it, it is daffodils. so cool Yeah, so intense! (laughs) I just see, like, a, like, you know, a slow-mo close-up of, like, a daffodil as you just hear the intense daffodil!
0: (laughs) King, especially with, like, how she almost sounds like she's on the verge of tears, hear her, like, almost choking back tears almost, it sounds like, holy shit, but then free is, like, a total 180. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. The synth instrumental a free the techno vibes going on (laughs) so yeah this was like oh oh okay (laughs) "Okay." because the whole time i'm like dance fever what's that was like what's that got to do with anything because (laughs) of this album the only thing i heard before we reviewed it was uh she posted a short video for restraint on twitter and i was like Oh fuck! This is gonna be dark as shit. I'm, I'm like it, it. It kind of reminded me of uh, this is gonna sound so, you know, out of left field here, but kind of reminded me of the of the clipping albums. Those two most recent recent ones that were like horror themed. Right, right. I was like, oh, this is like a weird. Yeah, tone. no, you were just
1: saying, yeah. <laughs>
0: But then all of a sudden, when it, when it got to Free, I was like, oh, there's the Dance Fever. And then it goes into Choreomania, Minions. hard as fuck to say. Um, yeah. So I was like, oh shit, okay, now I got it. Now I get it. Back in Town starts off
1: so silently that I kept having to check if it like actually it started second. or not. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of the lesser ones, but like, in a sea of six out of fives (laughs) for my ratings that I'm getting for this motherfucker. Like, it's kind of like, even then it's like, you know what I mean? Like, I think I said about Lupe Fiasco for that one album, where it's just like this person on, uh, on autopilot is still this person, you know, like. (laughs) Right, yeah. uh, uh, Dream Girl, uh, I I really enjoyed. Like I said, Prayer Factory, it just felt like it just wasn't put to good use of what was happening. Heaven Was Here, going into Daffodil is just a beautiful one-two punch. And then the bomb, how did you feel about that one? I
0: really liked the bomb. I kind of got uh, what I wrote down, big time, 70s Carly Simon energy on this oh, one. De-
1: oh, mirror in the sky, what
0: is love? <laughs> <laughs> I even quoted the, uh, I've blown apart my life for you and bodies hit the floor for you and break me, shake me, devastate me. Come here, baby. Tell me that I'm wrong. I don't love you, I just love the bomb. It's like it's oh, so fuck. intense. The wording oh, is so
1: intense god. for how light and like sweet the musicality is. Yeah. Yeah. That's the weird thing, because I was like, the bomb? Oh my god, what is this song gonna be about? And then I was like oh oh Is this like fucking
0: how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb, Doctor Strange Love kind of deal? Or what's going Indeed. on here? what I wrote down from Genius on the uh, Girl Against God track. Geeks and Shows is where I find my experience of spirituality, and that's where God is for me, in these rooms with you. And I've seen so much love in these halls for the 10 to 15 years, so I've been having a kind of complete spiritual collapse at the shutting down of all the shows and all the faces I've, I've connected. So I kind of imagined an army of, of furious girls in their pajamas waging war on heaven, Because I was very, very, very angry, and I was in my pajamas most of the time. And so, this song is kind of about that feeling, and it's called Girls Against God. And I just kind of got a... Between that and Dream Girl Evil, I kind of got a, what I wrote down as, like,
1: girl boss... Target, feminism, like, kind of vibe. That one lyric, though, what a thing to admit, that when someone looks at me with real love, I don't like it very much, kind of makes me feel like I'm being crushed. Like... There was something good that that was just like, whoa. And it's fascinating that you described that. The, uh, like, uh, uh, take it back, because I want to just have this experience of this being this deeper artistic thing. <laughs> not girls in their pajamas who are, we're, we're, let's uh, uh, let's get this guy out of here so we can go back to uh, brunch, you know? like.
0: Yeah, I want my mimosas. <laughs> like, no, no. what? I got like such this. a bigger vibe from this. Don't say that. <sighs> I also have quoted, I really like this part from uh, Back in Town. It's lit up like a movie scene, that halogen glow. Ooh, yeah. And if you get spat on, that's just your big city <laughs> baptism. You're the star of the show. I was like, God was like, damn. <laughs> These lyrics. I think this is probably some of her strongest, most clever
1: lyrics. You know what it is? This movie, Have you ever seen that movie, uh, Ruby Rose or something like that? The... The movie about the guy who has a manic pixie dream girl and he like writes her into existence. After the Did Mommy Makey said, do I just remind you of every girl that made you mad? Make me perfect, make me your fantasy. You know I deserve it. Well, take it out on me. It's just like, oh, like, oh my God.
0: Yeah, there's no, there's some parts that kind of almost lean into, like, SNL comedy feminism, but then it kind of, yeah. like,
1: reels it I thought back. thought you were about to say SNM. Oh, no. I was like, I mean, a little bit, I guess. <laughs>
0: Maybe if it went more in that direction, I don't right. know. If
1: it, mm, it, it, the, the, not enough bite to it uh, in, in that uh, spicier... A critique
0: of mine that I have written down when I was listening to Dream Girl Evil is that I really like the messages... But sometimes the bite just isn't there.
1: Could be. Yeah, could be more. Yeah, I did have a feeling of like, there are moments that were like, oh, that was a wonderfully written, written line right there. But I remember feeling like on certain of the lesser tracks was like, that was a good line. And then I'm kind of coasting for the rest of it. Yeah.
0: Like, sometimes it, you get sassy when anger would be more appropriate, you know? Mm. Like, you just kind of right. say something kind of tongue in cheek when it's like, nah, you should probably be like, sound more bitter more offended and angry there uh i think about
1: uh was that the pretty reckless yeah yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah i i get that sort of feel to it like it's a you know (laughs) the girl power like rock yeah like you know it has value you know what i'm saying like less you know what i mean like for sure for sure
0: so oh sure i mean i loved 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 more tracks on this album that he was that i was even kind of lukewarm on at worst you know, right. I still ended up walking away with a four and a half.
1: Oh, I gave it a four and a half
0: as well. Yeah, I think it was just a missing a little bit. But right. I mean, if that's what you were going through and that's how you were feeling, I can't tell you you're wrong. You know, moving on from there, though, we got Mr. Morale and the big steppers from Kendrick Lamar,
1: <laughs> the boy back again after five years. Yeah, like that was the, the reason why I was thinking it was like, oh, my God five
0: years. Like, that's half a decade. Like It does not feel like it's been that long since, damn.
1: No way. When someone I really do think it is that thing, right, where it's like, if motherfuckers like you they're waiting, right? Like, you know, it's just like, oh yeah, if, when you're ready to come back, yeah, do it. Uh, Missy Elliott. <coughs> you know. Um,
0: <coughs> My expectations were pretty fucking high from this, especially because it's about a butterfly, and right. there were even some days where I was like, mm, damn, kind of rivals it even. Like, And I like Section 80. I don't really listen to it that much. And Mm. Good Kid, Mad City is, you know, fairly, like, it's untouchable in its own right. Mm -hmm. So it was like, are we going to get, like, are we going to get the clean sweep? And, you know, I will say I was disappointed, but I still Mm. really ended up enjoying a lot of this album. I think the problem is just I don't know if a lot of it is really revisitable for me.
1: I feel like he took a lot of swings, and this is like, Maybe not all of it exactly paid off, but it was just like, the one of those things where it's just like, but you
0: you were doing that, you know what I mean? Like I hate to compare it to an album that I know you weren't a big fan of, but it reminded me a, a bit of the uh, Moon Shaped Pool, the Radiohead album, where it's uh. like, I'm getting a lot off my chest. This is a lot of personal shit, and it's like, mm. yeah, this clearly helps you. You got through, and you're obviously advancing and moving ahead on a lot of things. Uh, some issues not as far along as I personally would like to see you at, but we'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> but overall, it was like, I still enjoyed a lot of this album. I just think people need to know what it is going in and not expect, you know, to pimp a butterfly or damn again. Like, knowing that it, that there was a five-year absence, there's almost always a reason for that. And when someone does come back after so long, it's because they've got something to say. And this is Kendrick bursting through the fucking doors and screaming, I've got some shit to
1: say. One of the first big things is that, you know, the narrative, right, of like, Kendrick, savior of hip hop is back, you know? Like, and I got to say, uh, jumping off the bat, I do like the ambition in that he throws it kind of like, back in our faces in a way, right? Where he's uh, like, yeah. I'm not perfect, guys. I, I went to therapy and look, I'm all fucked up. And like, look, I'm not this perfect guy, all right? Like, I hope you didn't do that. In fact, I love like at the end where he's just like, sorry, I couldn't be the savior, everyone. <laughs> you know? <laughs> this album really is a the the balancing act of intention versus execution. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's really what so much of this is. And there are some places where I think he goes like, whoa, whoa, this has twisted my brain in a way that really, like, brought me to it. In other ways, it feels like, uh, hmm. I'm not sure if you were done with that one. You know what I'm saying? Um, Th- there's but-
0: definitely a long way to go on some of this. It's basically just a lot of... And I think they, yeah, they even do that on the album, where, like, a, like, addressing, like, well, that was a breakthrough. Because there is a concept of therapy and seeking help, but a lot of it kind of does get the feeling of You just realize what the issue is, but you haven't really dealt with it as much as you need to. A lot of it's just kind of like a aha moment after the other, you know.
1: The way the experience works, it's so like, and the way it like pulls you inside out in that idea of like, I know that you're expecting me to be the city rep, but here's me telling you I'm actually human and I'm not going to come at this right, but here I go. You know, like I feel like that's so much smarter and more human to do instead of right continuing to be like and now i would continue to be there in fact i thought it was interesting watching the n95 video um like (laughs) i love that video yeah, like, as I'm watching it, like, it, it, like everything feels so, like, weird and, like, oddly not as enthusiastic as you would expect it to be, you know, like, in certain respects. The way he's acting in the music
0: video is just, he's just kind of, like, just sitting there looking off to the side. But in the video, in the song, it's just, like, he's fucking going for it. Like, he's got the damn energy. And it's like, oh, shit, he's fucking going for it. And then you see the video and he's just sitting down at a table, just kind of not even looking at the camera. It's just like, oh, shit and I love the way it ended. Like it kind
1: of had gave me that moment of like, cause, um, that moment of revelation of like, is this what the album's trying to do where it like has the ending moment where it's like, here's the water and here is me on the cross. And look, you see, this is the image of me being on the cross. See? Like, and it's so obviously like a, this is badly like, you know, like CGI together, but it's like just him looking like, yep, I'm supposed to be this. Remember, you know, cause I remember when I, when I first saw that album cover of him wearing the crown of thorns, I ha- I gotta tell you, I was mm-hmm. so like, what are you? What's this, Kendra What do yeah. you do? You know, like I had <laughs> oh, that feeling. Like I was like, I was like, I came into it going like, you know, before I heard about it anything, I was just like, yeah, let's listen to that one. And, and then I was like, I saw the album cover, I was like, uh, you, you got to be doing something with this, right? You wouldn't just do this, right? And like I said, it really does flip it in that way where it's just like. Yeah, I know what you're expecting from me. And then you hear this album, and it's like, no, I'm not that at all. I'm actually this complicated fucking person. I'm not perfect. I'm not the savior. Actually, I might have, a, you know, like imperfect opinions that I had, and here I go, you know, like. The album cover was on
0: the outside of a building you were walking in, and you just kind of stop, and you see it. And it's like, hmm, <laughs> What's that I'm going <laughs> to listen to the album real quick. And I'll save my opinions on that for later. Like, I'll come back to you. Like, like I shouldn't worry too much about the album cover, but I can't (laughs) pretend like I don't have thoughts, you know? (laughs) Yeah. We'll see Um, how I feel about this in, what is it, an hour and a half.
1: (laughs) And now I will say this, like, the musical palette of what he's doing, like, musically is kind of fucking brilliant. Like, Mm -hmm. the way he's dipping into that classical music but, like, in the way that flourishes it and really, like, enriches it, it doesn't feel pretentious it doesn't feel like you know like this is classical music kendrick it feels like oh shit it enhances what's happening in the moment you know what i'm saying in an organic way where it's like no this is a hip-hop trap like sound and beat and then you feel these flourishes of the cellos you know what i mean
0: oh yeah i like the minimal instrumentation on some of the tracks like the classical touches it's all it's way more eclectic than i think we've ever got on a kendrick album at least
1: yeah. Oh my God. This is the thing that I was thinking uh, when I said that the Christ imagery. I was like, it looks so like purposefully cheesy with how they like just stay on it for like an awkward amount of time. I was like, it reminds me of the Have you seen that uh, the Who's that Pokemon compilation where it's like Who's that Pokemon and then everything they show it's like the wrong one because it's like Oh Jigglypuff from the side or something like that. Oh. And, like, and like, but they always po- pause on it for an uncomfortably amount of time. <laughs> like it's Jigglypuff. <laughs> and it is. <laughs> and he's just like looking at the awkwardness of it, and, you know. That's the feeling I got when I was looking at the image. He was like, uh, "Huh? Yeah." <laughs> you, you know, that's not right. <laughs> fucking united in grief. I think this started out super fucking strong. It really does fit like the way he's like sounds like he's at the piano and just like his head up against the fucking upright, you know, just kind of going like, "So got some stuff on my mind."
0: And the way it just like takes off. When he's just almost like speed rapping over like a frantic drum beat, because it starts with yeah, the fucking piano it's so insane. and you hear but that it little, like under- so much. Yeah.
1: Oh my god! And you hear that little snare underneath that's like weirdly it's like a it's like a floating snare I don't know how else to fucking describe it and especially with how it starts where you hear them it's like tell him tell him the truth tell him your and it like cuts into it like oh my god like the intros on, on a lot of these tracks I will say are fucking a lot of 10 out of 10s on their own
0: <laughs> I think it's Sam Dew who's just kind of almost doing like kind of reminded me of the um love's gonna get you kill, kind of singing at the beginning of the songs um it's like very slow, kind of just sets like a kind of like emotional, I guess, tone for the track. And he's he almost kind of works as like a Greek choir coming in and out throughout the album, too.
1: I grieve different. Oh, I, I, See, already oh, yeah. the album sets up like he sounds like, you know, that, that lyric like, I grieve different. <laughs> you know, so, like, <laughs> I'm such a different, like, you know, I cut from a different cloth, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a different breed. You hear the response afterwards at the end where he goes, everybody grieves different, you know? Yeah. Like, so it's, like, this weird already, like, undercutting itself in that way that reminded me of, like, a track like Humble, right? Where it's, like, you know, wait, what is he talking about? Is he, is he talking about to all the rappers out there? Oh, you listen to the album? Oh, he's talking to himself. Hey, bitch, be humble, you know? Like, so there's already this undercutting that's kind of happening, you know what I'm saying? Because N95 sounds
0: super up its own ass and preachy at the beginning. I think the whole point of it is to take you on a journey of his personal like he's going to start off kind of sounding like an asshole, but then he
1: kind of gets better throughout the album. I will say, oh my god, I love this hook though. The fucking impact of the bass with the boom de, 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 de. You out of pocket. Like, oh, God, that hit, yeah. That blast so goddamn hard. Um, a lot of people saying that he's being uh, a little inspired by uh, Baby Keem. And it's interesting because, like, I'm like, I see that in the way that Kendrick is enhancing what Baby Keem does. Because, like, like with a lot of, you know, the switch-ups and weird stuff that he's doing, like, does feel, like, more akin to what kind of, like, Baby Keem's kind of been on, right? Um mm. But in this way, I feel like he's, like, splaying out the sound more in a way that feels like you're in an actual, like, audio journey, like a 3D audio journey on a lot of these tracks, you know, where you hear, like, weight and, like, stuff filling out in in places, you know what I'm saying?
0: It's funny because I know we weren't big fans of Baby Keem when we listened to his album.
1: Yeah, like, I was not fucking with Baby Keem!
0: but I really do think he kills the Savior interlude, which is basically just a Baby oh, Keem solo uh, verse.
1: Uh, that's uh, one of the lesser points for me.
0: Uh, well, see, I don't, <laughs> I don't really like his chorus on Savior, but I think the interlude is pretty dope. Some of these hooks
1: was not exactly hidden for me like that. Oh, In a way no, that was I, like, huh? I, no. Like, it really threw me off. Like, I was like, oh no, he's not like hitting it, you know? Like, I now the end of N95, I did like with the seven up, but look dancing in a job and did a big step eleven. cause I was like I had that moment and he integrated it in a way where I couldn't tell like what it was but then when you hear that like venting in the same house, I was like there was an unreleased song that like got leaked where it was like kind of him singing like you know uh, the itsy bitsy spider What the water not, oh. but like in thing and it was like I, like in the original version I was like oh that's kind of clever but a little silly but then the way he like integrated in this way where like I couldn't tell what it was I was like that's actually kind of brilliant. God damn it. Mm. <laughs> um, and, and then, see, and that's the thing. Like, wh- like this is preaching of its own ass. But then what's the first thing he's saying? Like, where the immigrants at? What community feel they're the only ones run right of it? What the immigrants at? Where the yeah. communities feel they're the only ones relevant? Right of it? And it's like, there's already that, like, thing that's hitting you at the idea of, like, you know, everyone feels like their situation is actually the most important. So, like, your thing is actually just detracting from my thing. You know? And, like, just pointing out, like how directly hypocritical that is, right? You know, like, and then with the, this shit hard. And at first I was just like, oh, this is so cool. Like just saying like, yo, this (laughs) shit can go in. But then I was thinking like, as I listened back to the album again, where it was like, oh wow, this shit is hard. Like, yeah, like, you, know, it's mentally figuring, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so I was like, yeah. oh, oh my god, you entertaining old friends when they toxic. You know, like, uh, oh man. Which is very
0: hilarious going into uh worldwide steppers. My face fell
1: and I wept for I oh. heard Go ahead, blah. And I'm like, mm. what? Oh where are you where are you going? Where are we going, Kendrick? Luckily <laughs> luckily his involvement is
0: pretty minimal.
1: <laughs> minimal, yeah, right now, at, li- at least. I think for this track, right? I don't think he says anything for this one. Uh, like a verse. or He does or come
0: back on another one later.
1: Yeah. We're, we're, like, Baby Keem and Kodak kind of sound alike, so I was like... Wait, who's this? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Should I feel up and arms about this? I can't. <laughs> Both of them are like kind of like lyrically at around the same pitch to me. So, like, like, yeah. vocally as well as like rhyme skill level, you know what I mean? So it's just like, eh. and then, um, oh yeah, worldwide step. But it's like, so, like, yeah, I hear Kodak, and then I hear the tap dancing, and then I hear like, you know, him coming with the line where it's like, Germophobic, hetero, and and then like cutting into like like this shit is not like for average motherfuckers blah, 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 blah. You know, doing the like overstuffing over stuff in the flow sort of rhyme at the beginning, right? Um and then uh like so and it was like hadn't made me have that moment. It's like, wait, he's germophobic hetero and I'm assuming he's saying, like, homophobic, right? Like, that's the line. And, of course, it comes back at the end. But I was thinking, like, wait, is he saying that he's heterophobic, too? But then I was like, oh, oh, this is, like, the confession. This is, like, it's, like, I'm fucking scared of people, and I'm straight, dude, and I'm homophobic. You know what I mean? Like, the weird, like... It, 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 but it was such an awkward admission. Like, I don't... And then as he gets to the end of the song, he mentions Dr. Sebi. It feels like that's sort of, like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm referencing, you know, this medicine man I respect. And I was like... Did, did a little bit, a teeny tooty bit of Googling. And uh, I remember, it, like, it, it was insane. Like, the first thing I saw was, like, he was sued in 1987 for practicing medicine without, without a license. Uh, he had to pay $900 and refrain from making disease specific claims. He was later accused in Honduras of money laundering and imprisoned until his death in 2016 from pneumonia. It's been five years. You ain't, you ain't looked that one up? You ain't looked that one up, <laughs> you know? Or, or you do and you're, were you ignoring what those people were saying? You know what I mean? Like, what's, but, oh, but then the way he fucking ends the song though, like I can't even act like that wasn't fucking dope. My last Christmas toy drive in Compton handed out eulogies, not because the bats in the pocket had red gradient, but because the high blood pressure flooded the catering. So what's the difference between your life when hiding motives, more fatalities and ready reality bring you closure. The noble person that goes to work and prays like they supposed to slaughter people too, your murder's just a little bit slower. And so like the hook that you hear earlier where he's like, I'm a killer, he's a killer, she's a killer bit you know? like Yeah. It, with, where it's supposed to feel like originally just a generic yeah I'm a killer it's a rap chorus you know then it turns into like ooh ooh I, now I don't want to sing along with this you know what i
0: mean die hard to me is yeah. this album's closest chance at like a radio hit but i got to say to nay no my brother
1: cuz this this hook is nothing blast is he not a rapper like why is he just Who? doing the hook blxst b l x s t like, this was supposed to be his loyalty, you know, loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. But, like, nothing is topping that one, especially, like, if this is gonna be the comparison, you know what I mean? Like, and, and the verses aren't bad, but it's just, like, you know. Then uh, we get Father Time. Oh, <laughs> the first thing I wrote was the hook is... <laughs> but um, I like the, you know, the classical music feel. I like the melting, rewinding beat, you know what I'm saying? Like, this feels like one of those things where it's, like, he's just trying to, like, going in and talking about his uh experience and how and how he feels right like i love that one line where he says uh uh everything them four walls that taught me made made habits very deep that man knew a lot but not enough to keep me past some streets my life is a plot twisted from directions that i can't see like i love that imagery right like and and, and again like i love how he sets up imagery that like gives you that idea of like you know trauma and absorbing things in the culture that you're not that, that you don't have the intelligence to realize is bad you know what i'm saying right yeah and then you hear, like, the this musical sequence of woodwind instruments and shit like that. Like, all oh, the flourishes of that sound so fucking cool. And then when, uh, when he has that one lyric, When Kanye got back with Drake, I was slightly confused. Guess I'm not as mature as I think. Got some healing to do. And, and like, so, like, I liked a lyric like that, right? Where, again, he's tearing down this idea of, I am the rap savior. I am the most perfect person. And he's saying, like... No, I was I was thinking this beef was going to go on forever. What the fuck? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Go at him, motherfucker. What are you talking yeah. about? And then go like, oh, shit. Look at me being the asshole, like, being bloodthirsty. And for what reason? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, lo- right. I love these moments of introspection like this. You know, of him yeah. saying, like, I'm not the savior. Please stop looking at me. I am not this great guy. What did he say? Like, uh, to my partners that figured it out without a father, I salute you. May your blessings be neutral to your toddlers, you know? Um, it's crucial. They can't stop us if we see the mistakes. Like, I love that line. They can't stop us if we can see the mistakes. Till then, let's give the women a break. Grown men with daddy issues. You know, like...
0: I think this album is going to be very helpful for people. How it kind of deals with the toxic masculinity of not being able to express, like, sadness and not being able to deal with emotions and kind of keeping it hidden and keeping it, like, buried. And I think a lot of people who may not really think about that or think it's bullshit are going to hear Kendrick talking about it from a very personal standpoint and be able to relate to it more. So I think that's gonna be helpful for people for sure. Then we
1: get to the next track where all of the things that you say that are all completely true and are all things that I know that Kendrick Lamar is trying to lead up to as as this song happens. But man, I can't go with you there, Kendrick, cause what are you giving me right now? Like- What are you giving (laughs) me? Like, okay, let's just get into it. First of all, I love the concept of what he's doing. Like, the fucking, oh, hey, here's this dude. Like, street gutter dude. And he's just gonna, like, sort of, like, start sounding like he's just talking and giving you his life, but as you re- as you hear him, oh, it's more of a cadence, oh, he's, like, rapping. Like, and you hear the piano going, so like, he's doing a, he's doing that uh, um, uh, To Pimp a Butterfly flip, right? Where it's like, oh, you think this is just gonna be a thing? But now this is like a mini skit song where it's like, he's giving you this person's life and, you know, that sort of thing, like. And again, it's it's giving you all that set up, you know, and he says it in the lyrics himself, had to steal for a meal you can't eat, you know, uh, oh, and then well, the way he ends the song where he's like, poverty, Red Cross, food banks weak, now look at this shit, we own property, like it's so abruptly, awkwardly ends like that, but like I get like the point that he's trying to make, but then you have to like have the pullback, right, because it's like, okay, This is where I feel like it fails in the same way that the Donda album fails. Now, I feel like this album is much, 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 much much better than the Donda album. But in this respect, where it tries to do the like hey, aren't we all imperfect people? So look at this guy. Look at the circumstances that he was dealt. And doesn't that make it okay? And shouldn't we automatically now just be, because now that we have his story, shouldn't we now be forgiving of the sexual assault that he did to that young lady? Like, it's just Mm like, ah, but no. but Because it's like, you didn't do anything. Like, Kodak didn't say anything about, like, it it more feels like, you know, uh, um, at uh, when Robert Downey Jr. was trying to, uh, it was awkwardly at that one award show and he's like and i think mel gibson should be allowed back into the spotlight he's done his time and like you know we could forgive other people why can't we forgive him and it's like one of those things i was like i get what you're saying yeah but you robert downey jr like should not be doing the Hey, can we forgive him? No, it needs to be Mel Gibson talking to the people that he has offended, <laughs> and getting the forgiveness from them. So to hear this, I was like, like I get the general like you that you're going for, but to do this thing, or it's like, well let me, because he's just coming in and like, well let me just rap about how I am, and that's just how I am. So I guess take it or leave it. So you know, yeah, well, because didn't you hear Kendrick just say that we're all we were all abused? So I mean, I guess it's, just, it's like, no, 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 you still have to like do stuff. Like you still have to like <laughs> make amends. You still have to acknowledge and 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 yeah fucking make amends like so that's what i'm saying like if there was a couple of lines in here where like you know there was a centerpiece where it's like i felt like a piece of shit like i can't believe what i did like something like that then it would be like oh my god like someone bearing their soul this person who hey maybe not be the most like high-minded spiritual lyrical whatever but he's still a human being who can like see his mistakes and try to make amends you know but when it's just supposed to be shouldn't we just be all in the forgiven nature when someone does something bad i'm just like not automatically, my guy, you know?
0: Yeah, I think the Rich interlude was more interesting to me than the song, uh, than Rich Spirit.
1: Nah, no, I did like Rich Spirit. I liked the... Uh...
0: I, I thought it was okay. I um, guess I was just kind of underwhelmed by it.
1: I just like the, bitch, I'm attractive.
0: <laughs> like, I just love the... Not fucking with you, I'm fasted. Yeah. This is a pretty good
1: line, too. Yeah, like, and so this is one of those, like, even, I marked this as one of the lesser songs, but it was still, like, oh, but that hook actually was pretty dope, though, like, you know, stop playing with me before I turn you to a song, <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, that, that's
0: a really good line, too.
1: Yeah, and I like the clicky groove that was happening in the background with the open bass underneath, like, it's a nice, like, vibe, it's a nice, like, you know, chilly vibe, you know what I'm saying, but, um, and I definitely love the, the flow on verse two, hey, bass me at, Hey, Peacemaker, but I'm not naive, brother. Gotta watch your homies and police, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Clout chasing hell of a disease, brother. <laughs> like, I love it. I don't know
0: what to say about we cry together. I don't know how you even I, really I, rate that song as a song. Is it a
1: song? <laughs> I don't know. I, it's so insane, and I first time hearing it, I will say I was so just to you know tell true to David. Like I, I listened to both of these albums uh, live on the pod, uh, on uh, on my stream, so I was like getting emotions firsthand as to how a lot of this track came to me. And I remember this one being like the uh, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> like I don't know, like I can clearly tell, like yeah, this wasn't like actually like do you remember that RZA song uh uh domestic violence no I don't actually yeah it, it, it's a it's definitely where it's like it's like yeah'm I'm depicting I'm the wrong like domestic violence so like uh I mean not the actual like the punching hitting but like you know the verbal like abuse and all that sort of stuff right. And it's, like, and it's, like, so uncomfortable and you don't want to hear it. And it's, like, but it's done so, like, raw and just, like, basic that it's, like, so bad. Like, that's the RZA version. And this one, as I was listening to it, it's it's still, like, messy as fuck. But as I listened back to it again, I had that feeling of, like, I think I get what he's doing, but this is weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, so for folks who haven't heard the song yet or wanting to get some impressions before they check it out, uh, the song is... It reminds me a lot of for free because it's a, it's an mm. argument. Oh um, yeah, yeah. But with this one, it it's him and I didn't write down here who who the other person I think it's an
1: actress. I don't think it's like a a, a rapper or anything.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, I, I love I can her voice. See that. Oh
0: I love her the scratch in her voice. Oh my god. Taylor Page, yeah, she sounds great. I really like yeah, her delivery yeah. in the song. So they're going back and forth, they're trading insults, and it gets super petty, and if anyone's heard the edited version of the song, it's really funny because it's seriously just You No! You Oh I, you. it brought me back to the late you. 90s. Yeah, it's 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 really great. It's really
1: funny. But And and then oh, I just want to say starts with the Florence Welch sample. Yeah, how I'm about like, that? Ah, look
0: at that! Did they plan that? I don't know. I don't know.
1: <laughs> what a quinkey dink! Uh, adding to the awesome, like just intros for all of these songs, <laughs>
0: um, and the the trend of going off having weird <coughs> coincidences with, <laughs> right. the, with the albums because we were told that Moonshaped Pool the the day the review landed was on the album's six year anniversary, and I feel that's happened like five times now, and. I don't know. It's getting harder and harder to ignore. Is all I'm saying.
1: The stars are lighting for the for the going off crew, but yeah, um, yeah, and just how it so it starts off with the Florence uh, sample, and then you and you're hearing the hold on to each other, and then you're hearing the, the that psychiatrist, I guess, just say like this is what the world sounds like, you know, and then so it basically like so many of these like intros really like drop you into the world in the right way, right? It's not just an intro just to sound cool. It's like, oh, this is where we are. And so, like, so when the track comes in with uh, the articulate, fuck you, nah, fuck you. (laughs) Nah, you got me fucked up. Nah, fuck you. And then Kendra coming in with the, God, just uh, 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 lacing us with the vicinity. (laughs) like, I swear I'm tired of these emotional ass, ungrateful ass bitches, unstable ass, confrontational ass, like, holy shit. And, um... And, and none of it feels like it's, like, actually going anywhere, right? Like, it feels like a real argument where it's just like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, n- like, she and, and, like, she responds and has, like, a point about this, but then they get kind of caught up in sort of, like, a petty back and forth on this, so the argument doesn't end up, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it really feels like it flows in an awkward way, and you hear, like, the production sounds so shaky. Like, shit could be, like, just breaking right off screen, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and I don't know. It, it's so... Crazy! It's so insane. was like, she's like I'd rather fuck your cousin. But wait, you said you go fuck who? <laughs> you heard me? Nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you. Man. Fuck you. I'm not fuck you. Her calling him out, right? Like she. Dresses him down. Egotistic, narcissistic, love your own lives. See, you're the reason strong women fucked up. When they say it's a man world, you're the reason for Trump. You're the reason we overlooked, underpaid, underbooked. You're the reason Harvey Weinstein had to see this conclusion. You're the reason R. Kelly can't recognize the abusive bitch. I was like, oh, whoa. And then when he comes in, man, shut the fuck up. We all know you're still playing his music. I was like, oh, my God.
0: It's really one of those, like, I don't know uh, what re-listenability to this necessarily is. Like, you're not putting this on a playlist, because... Oh,
1: sure. This this isn't... Uh, yeah, I mean, this is like Kim, basically.
0: Yeah, you wouldn't just put that track on and just, you know, bop to it. Like, no you, way. You
1: put this on to be like, yo, you are that new Kendrick? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, let me like, start you with my favorite track. You know? This is crazy.
0: Anyway, <laughs> you have to hear it at least once. It's loaded as hell.
1: Bro, it's like, you uh, uh, acted like you the real victims let's talk the truth women in general just can't get along and she's like well no explain when nate got a job you said you was staying home i'm like i don't know what that's supposed to relate to like but then the random oh look why r&b bitches don't feature on each other's songs and it's like huh what the fuck are you talking about he's like never mind i'm walking out (laughs) i was like what the fuck
0: like i was thinking like you could be talking about how like there's a lot of beef between like women rappers I'm
1: thinking maybe there's a cold chill from, like, back in the 90s where it was all about being the best singer. Like, like Whitney and Mariah Carey, they did one song together. <laughs> yeah, in movie that's soundtrack. True. They was not doing any other songs again. You know what I'm saying? Like, so there's the, like, women, you are in competition to be the best, you know, like, mm. uh, but make up sex, so baby boy, you know? Like, that felt a little underwhelming to me where it was just, like, it felt like the joke ending that didn't really, like, because it just cut straight to it. Oh, now we're fucking, oh, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a, you know, they found a little joke thing that they're like, "Oh, fuck you for joking about that," and it's like, "Nah," you know, that sort of thing. And then like, "Oh, maybe I'm kissing on your neck," and then because we just happened to get close, like maybe something like that, you know. But it just felt like it just a, a little rushed, you know, just to oh yeah end it somewhere, you know.
0: Purple Hearts is an interesting one because I think, especially from what I've said about um, Summer Walker before. I, I walked away thinking that Kendrick was like the weakest part of the song, next to Ghostface
1: and some of oh, parts. Oh my part. God, Ghostface! When I was on the live stream and I heard Ghostface, like my face just like popped, like it's Ghostface. And his he, verse—he saved that shit. Oh my, his verse was so incredible. Like he really felt like he was like floating from like beat to beat, as like you heard his like rhymes land and shit. Yo, it was so crazy, and yet with this one, like, I like the way the hook like was relaxed in the in the beat with the rhymes, you know, like, uh, with the mmm, tippy toe in the mud walking, rolling sevens ain't ready for no comment. and then they're like, I know y'all love when the drugs talking, but. Shut the fuck up with your talk. <laughs> It's one of those, like, I don't know if this is great or whack, but it's so, like, silly, you know, that I can't help but enjoy it to some degree. <laughs> I remember
0: thinking it was, like, annoying how Kendrick was doing, like, the slowed-down, shut the fuck up yeah. and his, he, and yeah,
1: baby. Yeah, ba- yeah oh my, baby. Is, oh no, are we going back to Austin Powers? What is this?
0: It sounded like Rocco, fucking
1: Rocco's Modern Life. I was like, what the hell are you doing, dude? Oh, Stop baby. That. Oh, baby. Oh, baby.
0: Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Someone has to do that. Someone needs to edit that. So that's disc one. Oh, is, was that disc one? That's, that's the end of disc one. Okay. Then Count Me Out is the Dynamite Explosion fucking track to start off disc two. Yeah, I can't do much. I want to share too much. if I had too much. I shut
1: down. I there too much. <laughs> like,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I think both of these discs start out super fucking strong. It's unfortunate that the next two songs, I think, are like the two weakest on the entire project.
1: I will agree on Silent Hill to the extent that, like... This so sounds like this is definitely the hit single from this, but this is so like lyrically and like even I'll say musically the weakest like thing, but like god damn it, I'll be goddamn with that pushing these niggas up me like mm. I'll be god damn it, that shit is not fucking money. <laughs> Getting these to off me, like mm. <laughs>
0: So we got the huh, and that's where the fucking uh Kodak pops back up.
1: Oh man, and yeah it, it just like tears it all back down again. Or I'm just like, oh come on Stop why are you doing this? It's like you're tro- you are trolling me right now. Like I think he has a decent flow, but he sounds like shit. The and I mean is, he
0: is shit, so Kodak <laughs>
1: never sounds like he's like focused. He, he always sounds like this is the first thing I ain't really not seeing, well, but that's okay. because apparently, Like he has that, what, what's that big hit that he's had like for weeks or months on end at this point? The Super Goblin or something like that? And I was like, I remember hearing your words and be like, yeah, this just sounds like, yeah, most of his songs where it just sounds like he does one take and he's like kind of falling asleep with it and it's like, I don't understand yeah. what this is. And, and see, that's the thing too, is like th- this redemption arc that we need to have him on, but it's like, but he's clearly doing fine. He's got a huge hit single right now so you know yeah, it's he not doesn't like need our fucking help yeah that's the thing where it was like if it was like a, a fucking 21 savage or because he hasn't really had like a hit in a minute right like you know yeah. maybe he had done something like a little a little spicy or something like that and and he comes on here and actually talks about something you know then i'd be there but it feels like he's I'm, he's just you know dangling him in front of us and be like aren't we supposed to forgive look see like it's like no you have to actually do something you have to say something um now, I will say, I actually did like Crown. I I, I liked the uh, singing, uh, like, bit of it. I, I don't know. I actually really enjoyed how how we, how that one worked. Like, I remember being light on it at first, but coming back to it and being like, hmm, I like how it's the more just, like, having the moment of just being contemplative. And then, you know, of course, having that moment where it's just like, I can't please everybody. I can't please everybody. <laughs> like, just having that in the middle, right? So it's like... You know, again, flipping that idea of, like, the savior of rap, you know, and then just having that, agree uh, like, moment where it's like, oh, I can't just say it. Like, I can't be this. Like, even though I, I want to help, I want to do this. Like, I, like, I can't, I don't think I'm going to be able to do that because it requires so much. I just think as a song, I wasn't really feeling it. <laughs> I think yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. a bit too repetitive and just kind of... Dull. Silent Hill, again, I like the silencer blasting and the cello flourishes that kind of happen. And so, like Kodak Black at the end, he's like, uh, f- like he has a, like, it's a bit of an interesting sort of. Rayquan the shift, like imagery sort of thing with how he's talking, right? Where he's like, fell in love with the block. I ain't had no pop. Just a sawed off shotgun Mossberg. We stacking up that paper proper. Awkward diamonds looking like marbles. Autumn water, awkward. Beating the block till we spot him. Like, I ain't want your ice boy. I want your life. But fuck it, I still might rob him. And it's like, were we not supposed to be forgiving this person who's just said, oh, and, I, and I'll do more crimes. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like what, where are we going with it? And then the savior, I'm sorry. I was like, it's nice, but it's so meanders. Like, especially, it just is out of, it is out of energy by the time you get to the, bend down on my luck when I fall. I gotta get up, I gotta get back up and ha. Like, I'm just like, oh my God, what, I don't care. Like, you know. Yeah, I think
0: Kendrick's last verse on the song was like the best part of it. But
1: other than that, I wasn't really... Feeling it. Now I do like the intro to the actual savior song because just the way his voice is affected, like Kendrick made you think about it, but he is not your savior. <laughs> Cole made you feel empowered, but he is not your savior. <laughs> I, yeah, I dug that.
0: I, I also liked it. We didn't talk about it, but the ending of uh, We Cry Together, you hear the tap dancing again and the voice is oh. just...
1: Stop tap dancing around the conversation. <laughs>
0: I like that they did that just for that set up and payoff. That's this album's I Knew You Was Conflicted, which he says at one point. Ah, <laughs> yes. I was yeah. like, oh, shit, there it
1: is. He brought it back. <laughs> yeah, that's the motif.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've got feelings about Auntie Diaries. They pretty much echo a whole bunch of people's I'm not really alone in how I feel about this one, unfortunately. Um, this is a song for straight cis people to rethink about trans people. This song is not really for the trans people, because yeah, yeah, cause all he does in the song and... is misgender the whole fucking time. I don't need to hear Kendrick say faggot either. I don't need that shit, especially for how many fucking times he says it. Yeah, yeah, I totally get you on that. I did give it a five, though, still, which feels, <laughs> you know, kind of whatever. Because <laughs> well,
1: it still takes you on that emotional journey, you know, like...
0: Yeah, 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 whatever.
1: I think it's a great... Ah, <laughs> like, I think it's written news. really well. You know,
0: I think it's written really really well, but honestly, I think, like... You remember how much hate Macklemore got for same love for saying the word faggot in the song once and it being basically the same thing? Kendrick, honestly, deserves a lot of the same attention. Like... I get what he's trying to say by the end of it. And, oh, look look at this journey. I said F-slur at the end, even though I said faggot like 12 times. Like, yeah, okay, whatever. That that You know, if this ends up making uh, cishet people rethink trans people and see them in a different light, that's great, but...
1: I don't need to hear the song again. I like that it pushes the Overton window in hip hop now, right? Because now, like, where were we last year? You know, is it okay for the baby to say, you know? And it's like, God damn it. Like, no, it should be, we should be here. Where it's like, do you understand enough about this? You know what I'm saying? Like, this is where we should be now, you know? And thank God. Like, and like i mentioned
0: with macklemore like macklemore was never going to change the conversation because he was already kind of a joke and no one really took him seriously kendrick's <laughs> as big of a fucking name that people are actually going to listen
1: to him i think right and, so and, like yeah. and i think about it in terms of like you know man, like i did have that moment as i was listening to it live when it was like revealing to me and i was like oh my god like and i got a little emotional over it you know because i was like <laughs> i was like man like 12 13 year old me flashing back 10 you know 10 20 years ago right like you Know hearing the hottest rapper alive with the, dropping their album, and it's the Eminem album, and this is the album you have to listen to, and you have to deal with that word, you know what I'm saying? And then having yeah. this moment of like the 12 13 year olds of today, you know, they get to start here, they get to start here, you know what I'm saying? That is and a so, good point, yeah, you know, and so it's like, just like it, it, in the grand scheme of things, it is useful, <laughs> you know, but that's yeah. just how I feel, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah but you, certainly anyone could feel how they fit, but <laughs> I felt like Mr. Meesey's, Oh, he's trying, you know? Yeah, that's basically <laughs> the feeling I got. I was like,
0: oh, I'll give Kendrick a gold star for this and move on, you know? And I honestly think the rest of the album from this point just kind of continuously <sighs> rides that strong wave
1: for me. Mm. Mr. Morale was okay. Uh, I like the radiating bass line. Uh, doesn't necessarily smack, but you know, nice beat work. But but then he has these gems of, like, bringing up things that, like, are like, holy shit, like, I think about Robert Kelly, if he weren't molested, I wonder if his life, like, life would have failed him, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah. that is a specific thing, right, like, the reason why we know at this point that is because he was molested by his, like, older sister, and so, like, you know, these, like, traumas that kind of, like, permeate, right, and it's like, no, I do not fucking excuse it, but, like, just the fact that he's bringing this up means that Kendrick is clearly, like, listening in and doing the knowledge to these specifics right because the average person doesn't know the specific of that and so it's like so why don't you look it into the dr sebi shit you know what <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? that's a
0: good point <laughs> <You
1: know? laughs> so um
0: yeah i had completely forgotten until i watched uh fantano's review about the when they were talking about removing uh people from spotify that kendrick was like i'll take my stuff off spotify if you take their if you take their music off and i was like oh god
1: yeah I wish he hadn't done that I forgot about that what are you doing Mm. do you remember what song it was with the lyric about like uh, I, uh, there was this one Christian who said, "Oh, you know, I don't need to wear a mask." And then next thing you know, he was like, you know, looking for Dr. Fauci's help, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, which, yeah, I think that might be on that? the last track. I think that might be. On okay, the next okay. One. So yeah, we'll get to it in a second. So, but yeah, like, you know, Mr. Morale, like, I, I enjoyed. Oh, and I did enjoy the way it started with the. It was one of the worst performances I've seen in my life. Oh yeah, because starting from the ending of like, and I do really like how it ends on that punchline of the uh, the track before Auntie Diaries, oh. where it's just like, yeah. Ever and you can say it together as long as you're cool with this white dick. like i love that it showed the personality of his uh of his uncle yeah, yeah let me get it right yeah of his uncle right of being like the jugs are like hey do, do you get it now do you see the intersectionality of why it's not okay right like i yeah. like i loved a moment like that that the, the inter intersectionality is a word more people motherfuckers do to just be hearing right like how all (laughs) of this shit can affect all of us and how we need to pay attention like hey don't you get it why they would be offended remember when you felt bad about that one so Mm -hmm. uh, come on you know um but okay so mother eye sober now i did i did uh enjoy the shit out of this one um i thought
0: it was really good super emotional delivery on the verses and the chorus
1: um yeah i've got no complaints Yes, I wrote down, like, oh my God, I love this track and everything about it up until the tail, 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 tail end. So, yeah, this song is all about, you know, uh, about black trauma and a conversation not being dressed in black families, the devastation haunting generations and humanity. They raped our. Um, well, content warning. Um, yeah. Uh, they uh, sexual assault. They raped our mothers, then they raped our sisters, then they made us watch, then they made us rape each other. And, like, the way the music builds, it was so, like, a, oh my God, like. I had an emotional fucking moment just hearing that, yeah. Every other brother has been compromised. I know the secret that every rapper that's been sexually abused, I see him daily burying their pains and chains and tattoos. So listen close before you start to pass judgment on how we move. Learn how we cope. Whenever his uncle had uh, walked her from school, his anger grows deep in misogyny. This is post-traumatic black families and a sodomy today is still active. So I set free myself from all the guilt that I thought I made. I set free my mother from all the hurt that uh, that she entitled shame. I set free my cousins, uh, you know, like all of this this sort of stuff and and it's like it's that feeling of like we've got to undo this we we've put a name to it we've got to like you know get the language to address this and like fucking undo the shit mm-hmm. and then it gets to the tail end so i set free the hearts filled with hatred keep our bodies sacred as i set free all you abusers this is transformation and then going into wow. the next track with kodak black saying i choose me and it's just like uh, oh it's just such a sour note like Oh, I, Kodak Black, have you forgiven yourself? Oh, but then the last songs are really nice. I like the uh, I like the beat of that one. You know, with, I, like I like mirror. I like yeah. the the tisk tisk sounding beat. <laughs> I, I don't know how to. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I thought that was really cool.
0: There's a lot of this, unfortunately, that like I said, isn't going to really make it to where I'm going to be revisiting this one a lot. There's a couple songs, but
1: I, the emotional I, rawness, for God's sake. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, that for one, it's way more of an experience, and I think I haven't said this, i changed my opinion on it since, but I remember when we reviewed uh, To Pimp a Butterfly, I said that that was an album that was best enjoyed as a whole, Mm -hmm. and I think there's a lot of songs on it now that you can just, you know, pick and choose and listen to whenever you want, but um, this one does really take you on a fucking journey, and a lot of it is more appreciated in context, at the very least. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there are unfortunately a lot of moments that Kodak
1: just kind of shits all over. I walked away with a four. I, I had to give it a four, 4.5. Okay. Certainly certainly not that blindingly uh, like golden score. And, no way. But it, it is one of those things where, again, this is the push and pull of execution versus intention and how like it does and it's like i respect it and it's definitely no way ever you know like this you know like we've gone through this with artists before right where it's just like hey maybe this ain't your best but i see you experimenting and trying to do all this shit and like i don't want you to stop because if you didn't then you'd be just another one of these you know another rapper just kind of doing the same thing and puddling around in the water and you know what i'm saying so it's like i gotta say i like that you're doing it right like but at the same time it's just like it just feels like some of this could have been a little put back in the oven for a little longer, you know? And for the going off podcast, I think
0: about wraps it up for this week. Thank you so, so much for checking us out and spending your time with us. We greatly appreciate it. I uh, mentioned it at the top, but I wanted to repeat it here. If there's an album that you have in mind, that you want to hear us talk about, you can head on over to our Kofi. It is K O F I. Dot com slash going off. That's G O I N O F F to request an album to be reviewed on a future show. Uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter and all our socials so you can make sure you know what we're talking about, what we're working on, and are uh, subscribed to our each individual YouTubes so you don't miss any of the videos we post once they launch so you don't miss any of them because we post pretty frequently there too. I got the fan house still popping off, fanhouse.app slash riffcoms, still posting the kids' Bop reaction videos, trying to make a dent in those, still have a long way to go. And, uh, RC, you're more on the Patreon.
1: P to the A to the T to the R to the O to the <laughs> N to the, uh, dot to the C to the O. Patreon.com slash You know what it is. 350 patrons. Uh, I'll get started on my 1989 best and worst of uh, rap music list and, you know, going on from there as it goes up. Uh, as well as, you know, you folks coming through and being able to uh, join the Rap Critic Discord and chat with me and fellow fans, movie and game nights, uh, as well as getting to see episodes early and and um, um, the $5 level gets to do the talk back section where what you think about uh, the song that I'm going to be talking about this week. Because, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying to branch out. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I got my own Kofi, Kofi.com slash Raph Critic. If you want to request uh, uh, movies for my movie podcast, or songs and uh, live streams that I be doing because they do be fun and popping. We'll be taking next week off, but we'll be back the following
0: week. So until then, for going off, I'm Muse. And I'm Rap Critic and
1: ending this podcast here like hmm <gasps>